Our scripture reading this morning is Exodus 20:12. Honor your father and your mother so that your days may be long in the land that the Lord your God is giving you. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Honor and persevere. Last week we talked about things that have not been canceled. We've had plenty of things canceled. But we wanted to make a long list of things that have not been canceled. And you sent me many. Laughter has not been canceled. Books have not been canceled. Binging on movies and episodes have not been canceled. Other things that have not been canceled. Joy and prayer and friendship. And as Amelia said, drawing. And Rhonda Chambers sent me, a bit later, memories have not been canceled. I mentioned last week our trip to Israel, and she said it made me think about all those memories that we had of that marvelous trip. She said I had to start thinking about that, and it made me realize that memories will never be canceled. And that made me think about the importance of memory during these days. And it took me to the Ten Commandments. The first four commandments, as you probably know, have to do with duties to God. No other gods, no idols, no carrying God's name lightly, and keep the Sabbath holy. And the last six really are about duties to people. And it's the first one of those that I want to talk about today. It's the fifth commandment. Let me read it again. Exodus 20, 12. Honor your father and your mother so that your days may be long in the land that the Lord your God is giving you. Now this applies to honoring fathers and mothers today, those who are living out fathering and mothering today and doing it effectively, especially those these days with their kids being around more than usual. We need to honor them. But I want to go back to when Moses first got that fifth commandment and shared it with his people. We need to honor those mothers and fathers, we could say foremothers and forefathers of God's people both ancient Israel and the new Israel called the church. What does the latter part of this commandment mean? Honor your father and your mother, you, we, we know that part. But what about the rest of the sentence, so that your days may be long in the land that the Lord your God is giving you? I remember when I was in Sunday school years ago, and I thought that what that meant was if I honor my, mo my mother and my father, that I would live a long life. But then I came to realize, no, it doesn't always happen that way. And then I thought what it was saying was, if I honor my father and my mother, I will go to heaven. But pro Protestant theo theology doesn't really work that way. It's more than honoring your father and your mother, obviously. And it took a while for me to understand what was going on here. To whom did God originally give these commandments? It was the entire nation of Israel. It was an entire nation. What it's saying is, if you will be the mothers and the fathers that I want you to be, God saying, then you will persevere as a nation. You will persevere as my people. And later on, you can apply it to the new Israel, the church. You will continue and go the distance if you honor the forefathers and foremothers. And that's the way you continue on. Well, 
that's wonderful to have that heritage that goes really all the way back to Abraham and Sarah. You do it in a way that gives glory to God the Father and to us as a nation and as a people, as the new Israel. We are called to persevere now. That word has not changed during the New Testament time, through the centuries of the new Israel church. It applies to us right now. Brookwood, we are in a prime moment to look back to our biblical heritage and give praise to God for how God's church has persevered so many times through trials and tribulation. And that can strengthen us today as we carry on the mantle of faithfulness. Psalm 33:10 says, Happy is the nation whose God is the Lord, the people whom he has chosen as his heritage. Let's have it be our greatest joy to praise our heritage that God has so blessed us with. And let us persevere so that generations to come until Christ comes can look to us as we persevered and went the distance. What can help us go the distance? Well, many things. One can be all things to, that God is teaching us during this time of transition and trial. On a recent podcast, a listener shared her prayer for these days, and I just thought it was wonderful, and I want to read it for you. My prayer for the world in the wake of this crisis is that we all will learn to let things go and make way for a new form of life. May we learn to take pride in the process over the perfected outcome. May we surprise ourselves with how little we actually have to get done in a day. May we learn that we can live so happily with so much less. May we marvel at the beautiful reward there is in delayed gratification. May we better differentiate between wants and needs. May we walk taller as we master new skills learned out of necessity and self-reliance. May we look back at this time with our family in close quarters as something that we now cannot do without. May we set new goals as we let old ones go. May we take note of the difference that hours in sunshine makes in our bodies and spirits. And may we make that time sacred and non-negotiable going forward. May we all learn to know and love ourselves a little bit better. Amen. A good word. Two weeks ago, when we walked through part of Psalm 27, we mentioned the power of true love. True love. 1 John 4.18 says, There is no fear, no fear in love, and perfect and true love casts out fear. Let me close with a quote from the wonderful Henry Nouwen that I was not familiar with until recently. And it's wonderful as for how love really is what it's all about. He said this, It is central in the biblical tradition that God's love for his people should not be forgotten. It should remain with us in the present. When everything is dark, when we are surrounded by despairing voices, when we do not see any exits, then we can find salvation in a remembered love. A love that is not simply a wistful recollection of a begone past, but a living force that sustains us in the present. 
Through memory, love transcends the limits of time and offers hope at any moment of our lives. Included with that, this moment, Brookwood. My niece in Nashville sent me a cell phone choir of Nashville singers, and I was so moved by it. And I'm going to close my sermon with that wonderful, wonderful song. You may have seen it and heard it already, but it's worth meditating on again. And it is well with my soul. Yeah.